from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans. Uh, again. To the uh, 41st edition of the Hammer Down Racing Report in uh, memory of uh, Jason Johnson, 41. Yes, it is. See how that works. Pretty cool. How's it going? Scott Hammer with you, along with uh, Ron Miller and uh, Harold Cook joining us in the studio. We've got... Uh, uh, a couple people we'll be talking to on the phone in just a little bit. We're live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Studio. Huge weekend this this week, Scott, for for local racing. Yeah, and it continues into next week. There's all kinds of uh, action going on the next uh, week or so, I guess. Yeah, I mean, even tonight there's uh, racing going on at 996. We'll talk about that. Really started all last last weekend. Last Tuesday was a big night. Tuesday, Brad Doty, yeah. Talk about that too. Um, Tonight on the show, we're going to be talking to uh, modified racer Taylor Cook from North Carolina, who's uh, on his way up to uh, Northwest Ohio for the uh, Summer Nationals here at uh, Oakshade Raceway. Um, also on the show, we'll be talking to Christina Hendricks, promoter at Oakshade Raceway, about this weekend's birthday race, two nights of racing. Um, what else are we going to do? I guess we can talk to uh, Mr. Harold Cook here. We're going to ask our fans to uh, kind of watch Race Monitor and let us know what's going on at I-96 tonight. Yes. Uh, they're, they're in our backyard. Uh, give us an idea on, on late model car count, modified car count. We'll give you uh, the latest Hell Tour updates uh, as well, and including that. And uh, Ryan Weekman is back uh, with... Uh, his uh, weekend uh, spe- weather pit a stop. spectacular pit stop, too, it's, it's, I think. Well, I think. spoiler alert. No, that's no, no spoiler alert. It's a spoiler alert. alert. I haven't looked since yesterday, so. Um, first off, we got to thank uh, Ron Miller Race Cars for uh, sponsoring the program and the studio. This is uh, Studio A again. We Finally. Studio A. Yeah. Uh, give Ron a call, 734-856-7223. He was on the phone right up until uh, we went on the air here, as a matter of fact. He's doing business all the time. Race cars, parts, safety equipment, service, anything uh, the racer and your family needs. We've, we've got a new racer that uh, had, had a nice order come in today, uh, full safety equipment. Uh, he, he's been wanting to go racing for a long time, and uh, finally, think, all of his stars lined up. So we ordered a complete safety package for him. We're getting his car ready, and uh, he won't be ready tomorrow, but next weekend... You'll see him another another newbie. What are what are we going to see him? Where are we going to see him? And what in? Um, he'll be in a late model. It'll be another a, a number a black car number one. The uh, guy saw name, that car. Yep, his name's Corey. And uh, has he driven a late model before? No, sir. All right. Ought to be fun then. <laughs> but We're, he but he knows he can. All right. Well, that's all that matters. Confidence is uh, is definitely key. Um, sure. I remember you. Well, I can do this. Shut up. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> it was a bad weekend. Speaking of Ron Miller race cars, he can do bumpers. You can buy wheels and tires and and even uh, other things I think I needed from you. Yeah, you, and you know that you know those things firsthand. Yeah, yeah. But I did, I also came away with knowledge of how to get certain things off using the, the Porta Power, which is a wonderful tool. Now yeah. that I have one of my yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. Our, our friends at Harbor Freight, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. 20% off coupons. There you go. And a free whatever to go with it. Did you get a free flashlight? No, I actually got a magnetic uh, tool holder thing. I was Because I've gotten like 40 of the flashlights. So. Yeah, but you can never have too many of them. That's true. They only last so long. But uh, anywho. Last weekend, 
Attica Raceway Park was in action. Uh, Ryan Missler from Bellevue won his second straight late model feature there. Dustin Stroop, who we uh, spoke to, was a month ago? Right. Not that long ago. From uh, Fremont, held off Jamie Miller for uh, his second win of the season. And Keith Soar got a Fremont, got his second uh, career win at Attica in the uh, dirt trucks. Tuesday. Big race there, World of Outlaws, Brad Doty Classic, the 30th annual Brad Doty Classic. And uh, we picked how many cars were going to be there. Should we do that now or should we wait until later? No, no, go ahead. There were 50 cars checked in, and we had picks. We had Rex Lejeune on last week uh, from Attica Raceway, and I believe he was the winner. Really? I think so. Here we go. Uh, yeah, that's sad, though. He probably had inside information. You chose 56. I said 57. He said 55. So he was closest. Okay. 50 being the actual number. So we were we were a little more optimistic, I guess, than he was. But still, 50 cars. Great show there. Oh, absolutely. And uh, Donnie Schatz uh, was the big winner of that. He's gotten all kinds of wins uh, this year in the, the world of outlaws. Uh, Kyle Larson finished second, uh, followed by uh, Joey Saldana. So there's your top three. I guess Kyle Larson was extremely spectacular in that race did you do a slide job slide job after slide job after slide job okay came from but back away those were real slide jobs yeah then. came from back aways and yeah all right toledo speedway's night of destruction friday night uh, billy early won the uh, school bus figure eight uh ethan uh, stadney chuck we're gonna go with that was the uh, factory stock 20 lap feature winner dennis wisman jr beat uh his father in the figure eight, uh, the regular figure eight feature. Um, he had a factory stock. They had a couple of, of uh, flagpole races. Factory stock flagpole race was won by Matt Ringer. And the uh, uh, figure eight flagpole race was won by Dennis w- Wisman Sr. And he also won. They battled each other, and he won that one. I think they had, like, the top four from each or top two from each. Yeah. So... He was the overall winner, Dennis Wisman. Boat figure eight, Terry Smith, and uh, late mile sports winner was Mike Young. That's all Toledo Speedway. Moving to sad this past Saturday, Dan Wallace picked up his very first uh, ever. ever late model win at Oakshade Raceway, and he was a little excited. Yeah. He came and stopped uh, in the infield and was giving high fives all around. Uh, almost never went, almost forgot to go over the scales. Yeah, yeah, he was... Uh, they were talking on the radio about that. I, I heard that over the receiver. Did, yeah. That's Mr. Right. Wallace, go over the scales or you're going to be DQ'd. Yeah, this guy, you're not going to let him get away with that, huh? No, no. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I remember my very first feature win at uh, Toledo Speedway. I was pretty excited. I yeah. took the checkered flag and I wouldn't give it back. <laughs> Do you still have it? No. No. <laughs> they finally came and took it away from me. <laughs> Probably Joe Wells at the time. And, yes, it was. And, uh, yeah, he was proud of his flag, so you, yeah, you didn't get away with that. Drew Smith, uh, first time out, uh, swept uh, all the races he was in, won his heat and the feature for the sportsman at Oakshade. Chris Henry won another bomber, A-Main. Uh, Jeff Goodman was the compact winner, and Tim Hancock was the B-Main winner for the bombers. Flat Rock Speedway, triple 50s night. Actually, uh, the ARC uh, Gold Cup late models, I believe they went 75 laps because it was a makeup race, too. Uh, Justin uh, Schroeder got his first win of the season in that. Defending uh, track champion Billy Early got his second figure eight feature win of the season. Craig Lange uh, led all but one lap of the uh, street stock A-Main, but won that. 
Former B-Main champ Anthony Camilli uh, zipped to his third street stock B-Main win of 2018. That's all at Flat Rock Speedway. Fremont Speedway had a lot of familiar faces in victory lane. Chris Andrews from Sandusky won the uh, Fast 410 feature for the second week in a row. Jamie Miller, we've talked a lot about him in recent weeks in uh, the 305. Yeah, he's been on fire. Out of Fremont, Ohio. That was uh, uh, his second straight 305 feature win uh, this past Saturday and his fifth on the year at Fremont. Uh, Chester Fitch out of Tiffin won the late model feature, his third straight. And Sean Villani chalked up another dirt truck win. Another name we talk about a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dave, I think, is uh, trying to get in contact with him so we can get him on the show. Oh, that'd be cool. Of course, then he'll talk to us and he'll stop winning and he'll blame us. So, You know, there's been a real common thread. The the folks that we've had on the show recently seem to go on and win the next. There you go. the next week. So um, if, if you think you've got a story to tell, give Scott a call. We'll, uh, we'll see how uh, Taylor does oh. this weekend. Uh, He's, Wayne, he'll be spectacular, I can tell you well, that. Well, he won last year, so he doesn't need our help anyways. Uh, Matt Westfall made a last lap pass for the uh, Buckeye Outlaw Sprint Series win at Waynesfield on Saturday night. Brad Strunk out of Mason won the mini sprint feature. Austin Scott got his fourth compact feature of the win uh, Mansfield uh, Motor Speedway was uh, that's this old stuff that I forgot to cross off from last week. Uh, Lucas Oil <laughs> Dirt Late Models Scott Bloomquist picked up his uh, fifth win of the season at Cherokee Speedway. Must be his shoulders all better. Yeah, it's crazy the way that works, huh? Yeah. And uh, did they have the the P test uh, in the Lucas Oil? Oh, series? absolutely. I haven't heard anything about that and how that's been working out, but. Uh, that was Friday night when he won. Rain postponed the action to Smoky Mountain Speedway in Tennessee on Saturday and uh, Fayetteville Motor Speedway on uh, Thursday. This weekend, the Lucas Oil Dirt Lay Models are at Tri-City Speedway in Illinois tomorrow night. Lucas Oil Speedway in Missouri on Saturday, then Brown County Speedway on uh, Tuesday. That's in uh, South Dakota. Oh, and then they go to Jackson Motorplex Uh in Minnesota, that's on Wednesday. I eighty Speedway in Nebraska on Thursday. That's uh, actually they're there Thursday wow. through Saturday, so they got a busy week if you're doing the Lucas Oil thing. That's a lot of racing. Yeah, like I said, a lot of racing. Not even just around here. Just the all UMP over. Summer Nationals are winding down, so those guys have got to be kind of excited about seeing the end of that deal. Uh, before we get to Summer Nationals. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series. Brandon Shepard got his seventh win of the season at uh, Dubuque. Du- 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 I say it. The Iowa Speedway. Dubuque? Du- Dubuque. Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, that was Friday. Mike Marler got his third win of the season at Deer Creek in uh, Minnesota on Saturday. Black Hills Raceway was uh, in action with the World of Outlaws on Tuesday. Shepard got uh, that win. That was win number eight. And this weekend, the World of Outlaws uh, travels to River City Speedway in South Dakota on Friday and Ogilvy uh, Raceway in Minnesota on Saturday. Hmm. Now. I wonder if the snow has melted there yet. <laughs> if it's been as warm around here, probably. Uh, your Hell Tour update. Brian Shirley fell off the pace uh, leading at Macon with six laps to go, giving the win to Gordy Gundaker out of uh, St. Charles, Missouri. Broken engine. Is that what happened? Yes. Uh, Friday night, uh, Shannon Babb slowed with a flat tire with six laps to go, and that gave uh, the win to Billy Moyer, who's back on the... Uh, back on the tour. Back on the tour, yeah. Uh, that was at uh, Farmer City. 
Then Saturday, Lincoln uh, Raceway, uh, Schlenk was uh, winning. He slowed with mechanical issues, and uh, Shirley took that win. Another engine. Tuesday at uh, Shady Hill, Frank Heckenass Jr. picked up the win there out of uh, Frankfurt, Illinois. Wednesday night, Thunderbird Speedway, Billy Moyer, again, got uh, career number 100 win. How many career wins do you have? Well, I, you know. Is it way more than that or way less? I don't, I don't even know. You know, I, I've, honestly, I never kept track. Don't know. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, well, pretty good for Billy Moyer there. Somebody's keeping track. He got career win number 100. Uh, they're at I-96 uh, tonight, and if anybody has any updates, uh, leave it. Uh, what are you, I-96 has 24 late models and 18 modifieds. Right. Really? Yeah. I would have anticipated more. Okay. That's why we always lose at these uh, how many cars are going to be there things. Are we going to do that for uh, tomorrow's yeah. race? No, we're going to do that for, for Saturday's, Saturday's race. race. Yeah, for the 10,000 to win. Maybe we could do a bifecta. That's kind of like a trifecta, only there's two, two. of them. I gotcha. I got the bi part. <laughs> Friday and Saturday. <laughs> uh, again, uh, the Summer Nationals for late models there. Uh, Dirt Car Late Models uh, wraps up this weekend at Oakshade Raceway. Friday and Saturday, two shows, 5,000 to win tomorrow night, 10,000 to win on uh, Saturday. Uh, as of uh, going to I-96, before any races have actually happened yet, Brian Shirley is uh, up on top of the points. It looks like he pretty much has this. He's got to have he, some pretty bad luck for the next uh, he tonight. He did. I, I believe that Bab is back on the deal, maybe here for this weekend. Um, but Bab is second. But, uh, but being off the tour for two, three days, uh, put him back quite a bit. So yeah, he's in uh, danger of actually. He could slip back uh, behind uh, Fager, who is third in points, and uh, it's kind of tight there. Frank, Frank Heckenast uh, Jr. is fourth. Gordy Gundaker fifth, and uh, Rusty Schlenk just two points out of the top five still. So. Yeah, it uh, Frankie Heckenast has been really surprising, r- running very well. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Uh, 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 All-Star Circuit of Champions, Dave Blaney took checkered flag uh, Saturday night at Sharon Speedway. No All-Star uh, events scheduled for this weekend because there's another big sprint car thing happening uh, a little further south. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. South too. from here. South from here, yeah. 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 Uh, King's Royal, just in case you're... Yeah. Weren't, Spoiler weren't alert, right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> World of Outlaw Craftsman Sprint Car Series, Brad Sweet won uh, Friday. Uh, that was win number three for him. Kerry Madsen won Saturday at uh, Cedar Lake Speedway. Of course, we mentioned Donnie Schatz picking up the Doty win on Tuesday. This weekend, the big one at Eldora, Joker's Wild. Tonight, actually, I believe it starts at 8 o'clock. That's when racing starts uh, for these shows. Uh, the night before the King's Royal, that's night with K-N-I-G-H. Right. And then the King's Royal Saturday night, 50000 to win. So that's where all your sprint car guys are going to be this weekend. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> none of the local tracks are running sprint cars this week. A lot of them have actually. A lot, a lot of them are off this just week. Just off this week. Yeah. And we'll have a full rundown of what's going on this weekend at uh, your favorite local track uh, coming oh, up a little that. bit later, too. I'm just telling them that. Everyone else. Well, they know that. So uh, let's. They've listened to us for 41 weeks, Scott. Well, I hope so. Um, let's give uh, Chrissy a call here first, and then we'll talk to Taylor in just a little bit. Taylor, if you don't know, he's. Uh, I don't believe he ran uh, the, all the Summer Nationals last year, did he? For the mm. Modifieds? No. no. But he did show up at. Just uh, the Oakshade. Just the Oakshade ones. Just the Oakshade. 
because he feel li- free to jump right in, Harold. <laughs> he's down in North Carolina. That's uh, his territory down there. He runs uh, West Virginia, and I saw some other things. But Her- uh, before we went on the air, Harold was telling me about a weekend that he had had down there. Uh, go ahead, Harold. It was July Fourth uh, last year. He went to a small track in West Virginia uh, Saturday night. Uh, I think it paid three thousand to win. So it would have been before he uh, won at Oakshade then. Yeah. Okay. Sunday, the race was 10000 to win. He won them both. Then they traveled down the road about an hour away, and they had another 3000 to win race, and he won that one, making it a $16,000 weekend, which is just for modifieds, that's that's big money. Yeah. And uh, he, he won... Uh, then again. Many many major races last year. I mean, just had a phenomenal season. Very difficult to uh, follow up. He's had some uh, mechanical problems and uh, a few other item flat tires, dumb things happened this year. But uh, he's getting it all together. Happens to the best of us. Oh yeah. Mechanical issues. That's why Ron Miller Race Cars exists. All right, we got a dial tone. Is Oakshade long distance? Yes. I'm going to try it without. We'll find out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I dialed the right number. Calling up uh, Chrissy Hendricks. On the track phone? Yeah. She wasn't sure her cell phone was going to Okay, yeah. Last. That, 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 Hello? Yep. Chrissy. Hi. Christina Hendricks. We'll be more professional. Promoter of uh, Oakshade Raceway, is that fair to say? I don't even know what your real title is. What is your official title? Do you have one? Pardon me? <laughs> your your official title. Uh, Scott was wondering what that is. I believe your official official title is She Who Must Be Obeyed. Yeah. yeah um, I, official title, you can call me promoter, whatever you would right. like. All right, whatever. Who was it that Queen. tagged you with that a couple of years ago and it's really stuck? What did you say? I can't. My connect, I don't know if it's on your end or if it's my end, but I can't hear you. Really? Turn her up, Scott. I'll turn you guys up. Let, let me try switching phones real quick, okay? All right. Okay, let's try this. Can you hear me now? I can hear you better now, yes. All right. <laughs> Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about the uh, the birthday race here. And uh, before uh, we get too much into what's going on this weekend, give us a, a brief history of the uh, of the birthday race. This is the the 20th year of it, right? Yes, this is the 20th year. Um, we came years ago. Grandpa Green um, wanted to run a um, a race, and um, the first year, I do believe, it paid. Uh, I want to say it was the first year or the second year. It paid 7,500 to win. Um, and everyone's like, you need to come up with a name. And he's like, well, how about the birthday race? <laughs> okay. When, when did, when, when did it bump up to 10,000 to win? When, say that again? When did it bump up to 10,000 to win? Um, I guess I would probably second or third year. Uh, I, I think it, I think it was probably uh, when we when, when the track jumped on with the summer nationals program, and uh, at that point, I think all the Saturday shows were ten thousand, weren't they? Yeah, that that would make the most sense. Yes. 
Yeah. So, so it, it didn't start out then uh, as a part of the Summer Nationals. Hey, do you want to try one more thing? You want to try my cell phone? <laughs> okay. I, I cannot hear. We had our phones went out today, earlier today, but she said it's been working, but I can't hear at all. We can do that. I'll give you a call on your cell phone. All right, I'll go outside. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say, Harold? Well, as I recall, uh, go ahead. The feature feature race, they would have what? However old John, however old John Green was, that's how many laps it would be. Right. So when it was like when he turned sixty, it was a sixty lap race. When he turned sixty one, it was a sixty one lap race, and so on. I so actually forth. remember that too. Yeah. yeah. I think and we I got up to sixty five, and we kind of just stopped it at that. I, I think you're right. I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not, not by my phone right now, but if you leave me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try that again. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Oh, this is much better. I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Yay. Back on the phone again, Christina Henricks, promoter of Oakshade Raceway, talking about the uh, big birthday race weekend that's coming up uh, tomorrow and uh, Saturday, as a matter of fact, right? Yeah. Um, Friday night. Um we have the our five thousand win show, summer national race, and then Saturday is the ten thousand win birthday race, summer national finale. So we were talking uh, here. Actually, we were trying to to call you that we used to used to do the uh, number of laps uh, was based on uh, how what birthday it was, right? And th- did we stop at about sixty five, or then we went back to sixty, right? Is that how many laps uh, the birthday race is? Yeah, it had started to go up um, the year. The year of um, John's birthday, and then once it went so far, we went down to we went back to sixty laps, which is what it originally started at. So that's where we're capped out, and that's what it's going to be uh, on Saturday: sixty laps for ten thousand to win, right? Yeah, Saturday will be sixty laps for the ten thousand to win show. Okay, <laughs> I had uh, somebody ask me, and uh, this is serious. Since it's called the birthday race, he wanted to know, will there be cake, ice cream, balloons, clowns, etc.? You know, no, not that, that I know that, of. That sounds like it could have been from one. idea. <laughs> sounds like it could have been one of the tow truck drivers asking that one. No, no, no. Oh, no. Okay. Perry Cox. <laughs> it was a co-worker, yeah. actually. But, yeah, so there you go. You got, so maybe next year we'll get some uh, balloons, clowns, and... Uh, Cake, yeah, yes, we need cake. That. Maybe that could be like a new thing in Victory Lane. The the winner has to eat a piece of cake. Birthday okay. cake. Yeah, run that out there. We'll see if it sticks. So, uh, so what? <clears throat> excuse me. What's the uh, schedule for this weekend as far as gates, uh, race times, qualifying, all that good stuff? What's on our schedule? Is that what you said? No. What's uh, what is the schedule? What uh, time do the gates open? Uh, as far as uh, people coming out, when can they set up for camping? All that good stuff. Gates open tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, for camping pit, the general admission, they'll all be open. Um, and then tomorrow night, we will hot lap qualify, hot lap, and then qualify. Um, that'll start at 6. And the racing program will start at 7.30. Okay. And um, same uh, schedule then on Saturday? Same schedule for Saturday, yes. Yeah. Okay, and uh, I believe you're going to have the pits open uh, until four o'clock for grandstand folks. What is twelve dollars for 
for the grandstand? No, no, Chrissy. Um, the the uh, pits are going to be open on Saturday only for the grandstands uh, from un- until four o'clock. Yeah, the the pits will be open from um, from ten a.m. till four p.m. on Saturday um, for everyone that has a general admission um, ticket. They can go to the pits, meet their drivers, um, get autographs, uh, all that stuff. So yes, that'll be from ten to four. I know that the, there are a lot of racers that will have. Uh, some gifts for the kids and photographs, and I know one racer is even giving away T-shirts to the kids. So uh, it's going to be a big it's going to be a big deal, and uh, I hope a lot of our fans bring the kids down in the pits. Uh, a, a lot of the fellows will let let the kids sit in the race cars. It, it's a big deal. All right, and and just like that, I think the drivers like it just as much as the kids do. Exactly. Ron likes uh, Ron likes signing autographs. So well, Ron's just a big kid. <laughs> That's it. Some of us never grow up. So what? What? Right. Why do so many people show up for this race every year? I mean, they come from all over. They camp out. Is it uh, the competition? Uh, what? What makes? Yeah, you know, them... I think it's just it it it's gained that over the years that this this is a big deal. This is a big deal for for our local drivers too. Um, our local fans they love it. Um, you know, we don't raise our prices, so it's, you know, it's the same as whether we're paying 1200 to win or 10000 to win, it's $12 to get in the grandstand. So that I, I think that, that makes a, a big difference on that, too. And, you know, just, just a chance to see, um, see all the cars and all the all the people, and it's like a big family reunion a lot of times. Yeah. Too, and I think a lot of the fans look forward to that, Chrissy. Yeah, let's face it; it's yeah. just a terrific race. It is. I think I I think so. Um, if I heard you correctly, you did. <laughs> <laughs> is this it, a? It's like really muffled. I don't know why, but I blame yeah, so. I'll blame our equipment. We'll I'll, we'll take the blame okay. for it. Um, <laughs> okay. So is this a weekend that you look forward to? I know a lot of the fans look forward to it, but this has got to be a lot of work, uh, I guess, for you and the family uh, behind the scenes and the rest of the the Oakshade crew to to get everything ready and and actually ha- make this weekend happen. It does. It, it takes a lot more. Um, we've been busy the last two weeks doing um, different things, and this week's been extremely busy because, yes, even, you know, you have to have – a place to put all the the extra food that you have to order and the extra pop and and so on and and so forth so you know the extra bathrooms that are um brought in and uh trash cans it it just a list goes on (laughs) and on chrissy i if i remember right didn't the sheriff's department have some requests uh for this weekend too as far as parking on the road or blocking the road um, actually, uh, anyone that's, that's coming, um, you, you can't block the road, obviously. Um, last year they were parked on the road and someone even slid their slide out. out. So, I mean, it, it just, you know, a lot of that comes into, you know, they, they don't have a place to get off the road. Um, so when you come get in line early, it's, 
you know, not going to – you could be subject to a ticket from the sheriff's department, I guess, is what I want to say. Just use your head, basically, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so your yeah, best advice would be for people to get there early. Do what? I say your best advice would be for the fans to get there early. Um, yeah, especially yeah, Saturday. What was that? I say especially on Saturday. Right on Saturday, it's it, it's um yeah I would I would definitely um you know I. If, if I heard you correctly, you know, with, we do have a lot of parking. We have the overflow parking. Um, we, you know, we do that. So it's not like we don't have any parking. And as I'm talking right now, there's a sheriff driving down the road because I'm <laughs> sitting in the bleachers. <laughs> hey, and Chrissy, we don't have any rain in the forecast. Do what? There is no rain in the forecast. There's nowhere to park? No, ra- no rain in the forecast. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you have plenty of parking that's not going to be a problem yeah that's great i you know that a lot there's a lot of stress that goes into this weekend as with every weekend but um you know when you add that bad four-letter word that just makes it even more stressful so that's good that that's that's good <laughs> now is isn't this the only race on the entire summer national schedule that has a built-in rain date and and, yes. and and we're not expecting rain. Correct. Um, and the rain day is only for Saturday's race. Right. Yep. Which w- which would be run Sunday if that four letter word should happen. Which but would be Sunday. That's yes. not going to happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, what were you doing uh, before we started bugging you here as far as uh, preparing for <laughs> this weekend? What was I doing? Yeah. What was I doing? Yeah. I was putting signs up and um, you know, getting all the passes around and. Oh, like I said, there's just so many, so many all, things that, that go into play for you, for what we have to do or what we do do. You still have a lot to do uh, before the gates open tomorrow? You know, we've there's been quite a few of us working, and we've been working every night till 10, 11 o'clock, and um, we're, we're sitting pretty good. So. And how's the track yeah. looking? I'm sure a lot of uh, racers out there. Do what? How's the track looking? Is the track looking uh, ready for <laughs> racing? It's looking really good. He just got off the racetrack with his sheep's foot, and they're getting the semis around to water again. So um, he he works very hard on the racetrack week in and week out. Um, you know, it doesn't always go as how you want it to, but <laughs> you know, we um, he tries. He did. We you know, he's constantly doing something different if it's not working and. Um, you know, we always strive to. You, you want the best. You 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 want the best possible racing service that you can have because you want your drivers to be able to put on a show for the fans. Yep, absolutely. So, All right, we got. Yeah. Before we let you go, every okay. every week we we ask our guests uh, about what they think the car count will be, and typically Oakshade has had the highest car count on the Summer Nationals. But a lot of the tracks have been coming up a little light on car counts, so I'm going to put you on I the know. spot. How many cars are we going to have? You want each night or just one night? Just just, just Saturday. Just Saturday. Just Saturday. I am going to guess uh, 42 late models. All right. And I'll say 32 mods. Okay. 
We're only looking for late models. No, we'll let's do both. All right, all right. that'd be your bifecta. Yep. That's my bifecta. Your correct. Bifecta. Okay. What, what do you think? That, what do you think, Ron? I think your numbers are really close. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just. Uh, I'm th- I don't think we're going to top 45, so I- I'm going to okay. go with 44 lates, and I think we're going to be okay on the mods, uh, 28. Okay. What about you, Harold? I'm going to stick my I neck like- out, 32 modifieds, 51 late models. Ooh, baby. That would make everybody happy. I like them numbers. <laughs> I'm going to go right between Christy and Ron and say 43 then. 43 late models. No, I'm gonna go 45. I'm sorry, I gotta 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 go 45 late models, and okay. and I'm gonna say 36 mods. So I topped you. All right. And and you'd be happy I'm, with those numbers? Do what? I said, Chrissy, you would be happy with those numbers? I would be. I, I you know, um, and yes, like you said, yeah, the the car counts have been light on the tour. I was really surprised with tonight's car count. Um, I thought it would be a little higher than that, like you had said, Ron. But um, you know, I, I just I, I I I hope we have a good good car count. Okay, and does the the person that is closest get a oak shade cheeseburger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> There you go. All right. We'll get back to work, Chrissy. We'll see you this weekend, Friday, Saturday. It's the big birthday race weekend, the summer national finale for the Dirt Car Late Models. Uh, Also, the uh, Summit uh, Racing Nationals uh, as well for the Modifieds. That's both Friday, Saturday. 5,000 to win for the Late Models tomorrow. 1,000 to win for the Modifieds. Racing starts at 730. And then Saturday, the uh, 10,000 to win birthday race for the Late Models. Is it How much is it for the Modifieds? 1,500? Fifteen hundred on Saturday. Fifteen hundred yes. for for the modifieds and uh, the compacts will also be in action and racing again starts at seven thirty. Yep. So get there early. All right. All right. Thank go- you very much. Thank you for having me on. Yep. Hey, go thanks, back, Chris. Go back to work. All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Right, whoops. Hung up on her. Christina Hendricks from Oakshade Raceway getting ready for the birthday race and uh, having some phone issues. I it, guess. It's it's their big deal race and. Uh, if it is a pretty if, big deal. If, if you're a late model fan, I encourage you to make it out at least one of the nights, if not both. Yeah, if you've missed this, you're really missing something. Hey, I think the phone's ringing. I don't know who this is. Should we see it? Oh. Nope. Nope. Apparently, it's not ringing. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get Taylor on the phone. Taylor Cook. He is your grandson, correct? My grandson. How old is uh, Taylor's man? Taylor, I believe, is twenty-four. Okay. Third-generation third racer. So he's not that young. I thought he was younger for some reason. How long has he been well, racing? He used to be younger. <laughs> he was younger last year. <laughs> Harold was younger once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he's on his way from North Carolina right now to uh, race this weekend at Oakshade, right? That is correct. Yeah, they'll drive tonight until uh, the eyes start getting heavy and then... Uh, Continue the rest of the way in the morning. All right. Well, hopefully we dialed right this time. Hello, this is Taylor. Hey, Taylor. It's the Hammerdown Racing Report. Scott Hammer, Ron Miller, and your grandfather. Hey there. How's it going? Wonderful. Is that your phone or is that us? That's some crazy noises we got going on. 
Uh, Verizon strikes again. All right, I think we're good now. All right, Taylor Cook, uh, modified driver. Your your home is in uh, North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. So uh, what on earth has uh, you possessed to uh, make the trek to Oakshade Raceway last year and again this year for the, uh, the this weekend? Oh, uh, we love going up, up to Oakshade every year. The Modifieds actually don't get to race there that often, so uh, it's kind of a treat for us to be able to go up there and hang out with family and race and have a good time every year. Okay. Where are you at right now? Uh, we are currently driving up the highway with terrible cell phone reception. <laughs> <laughs> of course. What state are you in? Uh, we're still in North Carolina. We just got on the road not too terribly long ago. Okay. Now, uh, last year, Friday night, you picked up the modified uh, feature win. How big was that for you? Oh, that was awesome. Uh, it really was. There was uh, there was a lot of stout competition there. Um, Nick Hoffman's among the best modified racers there are, and then you've got Brian Ruman, where that's one of his home racetracks that he's very familiar with. So for us to be able to come up there and only get to race uh, a couple times a year there, uh, it was really cool to get a win. And it's our hometown track. I was uh, I was going there when I was uh, six, seven, eight years old, so it was cool to get a win at the hometown track. I don't know if you're aware, you have a huge following in this area. Um, maybe it's because of Grandpa and your dad, but uh, very charismatic young man and, and uh, just a huge following, and uh, I, I hope you appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's great to see all the fans uh, out near the Toledo area that we have. Unfortunately, we don't get to race up there very often, but uh, when we do come up to Oakshade or anywhere close, it's, it's awesome to see the huge following that we have and people that are uh, fans of the, of the family race team, uh, obviously Grandpa and Dad and Uncle Terry and myself. Um, we've all been racing for... Uh, it's going on 40 years now, yeah, 40 years <laughs> or so uh, from when Grandpa started to now. Yeah, try least, 48. So. <laughs> try 48. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so yeah, it's, it's awesome to have that following uh, of the family and, and myself still racing, so it's, it's very cool, and I do appreciate it very much. We were talking earlier that uh, Oakshade, even for their big races, doesn't raise their... Uh, their grandstand or pit fees so that leaves the fans with a few extra bucks are you going to have some t-shirts available uh, i'm sorry again with the terrible cell phone service <laughs> i didn't quite catch that all right um are you going to have some uh, t-shirts available for people to yes, buy yes okay. yeah yeah we actually have uh we just got in a new shipment of t-shirts with uh, uh this year's car on it we've also got hooded sweatshirts and can koozies that'll be for sale at the racetrack so your T-shirt trailer will be there? What was that one more time? I say your T-shirt trailer will be there? My T-shirt trailer. Are you going to be selling them from your pits, or where are you going to be selling the shirts from? Yeah, yeah, we will uh, We'll be selling them in the pit area, and I, I believe I saw something on Oakshade's Facebook page where they'll be allowing uh, fans with general admission passes in the pit area early on Saturday. Um, so we'll be at our trailer uh, Saturday morning and Friday afternoon uh, selling T-shirts there in the pit area. Yeah, that'll be uh, Saturday. The pits will be open for everybody up until 4 o'clock, so everybody can get in. So make sure you keep them available for Saturday because you probably have a lot of uh, a lot of fans coming up to you. Absolutely. 
<laughs> now you're from the North Carolina. You was it Stanley, North Carolina? I believe you're from. Yes, sir. Now, what? Uh, where do you race on a regular basis? Uh, it's funny you ask that. Uh, we get that question a lot. We don't really race anywhere on a regular basis. Um, the modified class isn't very strong in the Charlotte area, uh, so we do a lot of traveling. We race. We raised Volusia at the beginning of the year. We uh, we travel down to Florida every once in a while and throughout the year. Um, spent a lot of time in southeastern Ohio, uh, Kentucky, and Tennessee as well. Uh, we're I always joke that our closest race to home is Charlotte, and we only get to race there once, and then everything else is three plus hours away for us. <laughs> so you don't have a track that you would consider your home track? Um, we. The track that's closest to us, with the exception of Charlotte County Line Raceway, I would consider our home track. But again, that's that's three hours. But uh, I've made a, I've probably made a million laps there. Okay. Uh, now, what was uh, what what would you say is your biggest win? I know Harold was uh, talking uh, before we got you on the phone here that uh, you got a ten thousand to win show last year. Yeah, yeah, we won the Mega One Hundred uh, last year. That was a. That was a one of the biggest modified races on the East Coast, so we were really proud of that. And we actually we swept the weekend. We went three for three and uh, had our biggest weekend ever. So that was a uh, very fun. Had a lot of family along board with that too. Would you say that was your biggest uh, win then? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. When you're not racing, what is it that you do? Working on racing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, when did you get uh, when did you get your start in racing then? I'm sorry, what was that? When and uh, where did you get uh, your start in racing? Uh, we started racing uh, in the go-karts. Uh, I was about 13 years old. It was shortly after we moved moved to North Carolina, we got into racing go-karts and we did that for a handful of years before I was old enough to get into a car and jump right into a modified out of a out of a 12 horsepower go-kart and a 600 horsepower modified wow how about how, how many years you've been uh driving the modified then uh we've been in the modified now for seven years i believe that's quite some time where uh where would where do you see uh yourself going as far as uh, your racing career i mean you gonna stick with the modified you want to move up to something else or uh, i would love to have the opportunity to move up um the, the modifieds about the peak of uh, what our family race team can can afford um, <laughs> and I, I have no problem being trying to be the best modified racer that I can be uh, it's a strong class with a lot of competition so uh, I don't I don't have any problem continuing to run the modified um, but I would love the opportunity to maybe move up to a late model or maybe even try a little bit of asphalt racing okay any uh, desire to go uh, with uh, one of the the national touring series be it uh, uh, World of Outlaw Series, even NASCAR, ARCA, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I would, uh, I would love to take a shot at a the like a World Outlaws late model schedule or something. If somebody would give me the opportunity to do that, I would, uh, I would like to do it. Unfortunately, uh, that's a pretty demanding schedule, and I don't know how how anybody could do that with a full time job. But I would try my best to uh, make an honest effort out of it. Have you ever uh, considered running the uh, the Summit Racing Modified National Tour? We have, um, but again, with uh, with full time job, it's not not realistic for us to just to take a month to off. Doing it. Yeah, yeah. 
Gotcha. All right. So what, uh, anything uh, you did special to prepare for this uh, weekend's racing at uh, Oakshade Raceway? Um, no, no, it's, uh, it's not a totally dissimilar racetrack from all the other ones we go to. It is one of the flicker racetracks we go to, so we keep that in mind. But uh, as far as setup goes, we don't make any huge changes. Just uh, get the body all shined up for all the fans and family and uh, go out there and try and try and bring home another hometown win. I understand that uh, you had planned on having an engine in that had a lot of family history, but uh, schedules changed that? Yeah, yeah, we were uh, we were going to put grandpa's v6 back in the uh in the car from the uh, i think he ran it last in 1984 um and we put it together to run the dome last year uh and we were going to put it back in for oakshade but unfortunately and fortunately we uh, had an opportunity to race at eldora with the truck so that kind of put the kibosh on the v6 and uh put the v8 in the car to make sure we were prepared for eldora all right. Well, good luck uh, this weekend. Uh, hopefully you can uh, repeat at least uh, what you did last year. I'm sure uh, you'd probably make you even happier if you swept the weekend, right? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we hope to repeat the first night and do the same again on Saturday night. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you tomorrow, and uh, I'm sure Harold's going to be there. Do you do uh, the inspections, Harold? Uh, yes. <laughs> so I'll, don't, I ha- I'll have a lot of help. Okay. Don't cheat. Because that, <laughs> that guy over there, he, he'll... He's uh he's a hard one. Sounds good. <laughs> All right, Taylor, we'll let you go. We'll see you uh, tomorrow night. All right, thank you. Yep. Thanks, Taylor. Taylor Cook, modified driver. He'll be in action at uh, Oakshade again, uh, winner of the uh, Friday night event last year. And uh, Brian Ruhlman was the winner Saturday night uh, last year, too. So fun to see the modifieds uh, at Oakshade. Cook family with just a huge amount of uh, history in the in this area so speaking of which yeah yeah we got to talk to this guy yeah. Yeah. and as i recall <laughs> last year taylor not only won the friday night show he was second saturday i night. believe so yeah he put on a, a pretty good show for everybody as yes. a matter of fact Very and good. there was a lot of competition there too oh yeah a lot of la- uh, a lot of late models a lot of uh modifieds as well so uh, hopefully we get that car count and the uh, competition there. He's probably thinking hopefully nobody shows up and it'll be easy to win. But <laughs> that won't me. be. No, actually, uh, and you can, Ron will verify this. When you beat the good guys, that puts like that the frosting on the cake. Yep. If you go to some place and you win, but you're not really beating the, the top, top, tier. top tier people, it's not the same. I so you. you're always looking to have uh, to win with uh, some of the best people there. I can relate. I can understand. When did you start racing, Harold? Yeah. Let, uh, let, let's go back in yeah. history. <laughs> Way back when. 1970 was my first year at uh, racing at Toledo Speedway. And what were you racing when you first started? I started right out in the late model division. I jumped right in <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. Probably bit off more than I chew. Didn't really know much of anything about what I was doing as far as making a car turn and go left. I knew how to make them go fast down the straightaway, but I didn't know much about turning. I'd been racing for a few years then, but uh, it, it was a great time to be racing and, and a good time to get started. So, uh, yeah. Yes, we, it was. We, we, had I, we, some, we had some great times. We had, had some great times back then. That's back when the average person could afford to race without, uh, you know, selling the farm, you know, so to speak. <laughs> 
Now, it took you a, a few years before you picked up your first win, but uh, as we were talking earlier, it was pretty memorable, right? Oh, very memorable. I think uh, the first win came in 1974, I believe, and here again I passed some of the best people in the area. You know, to, to drop get the names, win. drop the names. Joy Fair, Joe Rutman, John Anderson, Danny Bird, <laughs> which those were the top people on it. Fran Harden. Fran Harden. I smoked <laughs> them too. <laughs> how many uh, How many more wins did you get after that? Did you keep track? Not real. I'm like Ron. I never really kept track. I think it's somewhere up near 50 total. But uh, I know Flat Rock did a good job of keeping records, uh, how many wins were there, were there, and Toledo did not. Where else uh, did you race, or was it just primarily Flat Rock and Toledo? Primarily Flat Rock and Toledo, but I've raced at Fort Wayne. I've raced at uh, Sharon Speedway in Ohio. Uh, you ran Sandusky in my car. Yeah, ran Sandusky <laughs> in your car. I've raced at uh, New Smyrna Beach in Florida, uh, Heidelberg, the old Heidelberg Speedway in Pittsburgh, which has been closed down for years. Went to a, a shopping center. Hartford uh, over in Michigan Hart when, it was, yep. when it was pavement. Yep, Hartford Motor Speedway. Uh, Kalamazoo. Uh, so quite a few places then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, quite a few. But uh, regularly you were just around here? Jackson Motor Speedway. <laughs> when they used to have a track up there. Right. Jackson, Michigan? Jackson, yes. Michigan. I did not know there was a track there. Well, they used to have, it. at one time it was a half mile and they shortened it to a uh, about a three-eighths. And now uh, it's uh, a zero, right? As far as I know. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's where uh, Rusty Schlink was originally from. Right. Jackson and, uh, Assassin. Yeah. They used to, he showed me pictures of what some of my early cars that him and his dad took when he used to come to Toledo Speedway when he was just a little guy. So what was... Uh, he's still a little guy. Yeah. Who? Rusty? Yeah. Well, he's not real tall. Okay. Anyways... I'm not even going to go there. Um, what would you consider your greatest accomplishment on the track uh, was? Well, I I don't know if you could nail it down to just one big accomplishment, but uh, we won a lot of races. We were a very underfunded team. I built my own engines. Uh, we pretty much repaired the car every time it, we crashed it, which race cars crash. Had a lot of good help. I know about me, that. Had me out, you know, helped me out. And uh, uh, just the fact that uh, we were able to do what we did with the small amount of funding, funding uh, I feel very proud of that. Now, when did you uh, give up uh, the driver's gloves? When, when's the last time you raced? When, when the kids started racing, uh, 1986 was the last year that I raced uh, full schedule. Both both of the boys started racing and trying to race three cars out of a two-car garage. It just just wasn't quite hitting it. And I was built engines for all three cars, so yeah, it was time for me to just to sit back and and try to help them. And had it just as much fun watching your kids race as Ron can contest too. It's fun racing against them too. <laughs> yeah. well, I never really got the chance to race against them. Jerry and Terry, right? Yep. I yep. remember. See, now that's my generation because I remember going yeah. to Flat Rock and watching them race. Oh yeah. I remember one of the cars spending a fair amount of time at my shop. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. When, yep. Uh, yep. Whose was it? Jerry. Number, yeah. number thirty-four car. Yeah. Jerry. Jerry worked for me uh, for a while at, at the automotive shop and. And then filled in at the race shop. 
Now, you're the were you the the beginning of this uh, three generations of racers, or was uh, yes, your, yes, your dad yes. wasn't into it? Yeah, no one else was was actually involved in it. Uh, I remember a friend took me out to Toledo Speedway back in the is in the late '60s, and well, I really enjoyed watching the cars and. Everybody would load their cars up on their haulers, and they'd pull them around the front straightaway after the races and go drink some beers, and you could walk down and look at the cars, and I got to looking at some of those. You know, I could build one of these, and uh, little did I know what I was getting myself in for. Look what you started. Yeah. Three generations now. Is there going to be a fourth generation? Maybe we should ask Taylor that. Well, (laughs) Taylor is uh, getting married next month all right and uh very possibly we could have the fourth generation coming along wow so are you a, a proud grandfather then? oh very very proud Proud papa and grandfather I yes should say. yes taylor is not only a good racer he's just a, a super grandson uh he's a straight a student in school we, we got to push him towards finishing his college though that he got started he needs to get his degree but uh, he's pretty well focused on the racing right now as far and, as you know, none of the other cooks have any aspirations of racing? No, no, none of them that I know of. But, uh, of course, Taylor, he works full-time for Joe Gibbs Racing. He builds their wiring harnesses and handles a lot of their electrical issues in their uh, Xfinity cars and their cup cars. And, and Jerry and Terry, what are they doing? Jerry is the uh, car chief for the 14 car. His responsibilities would be basically to scapegoat when NASCAR finds him or something. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> but the crew chief gives them setups, and, and Jerry makes sure that everything is the way it's supposed to be. And he's kind when, of when the, they leave the shop, they have to be right, or oh yeah, it's his oh, butt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he does a very good job of it too. And Terry is with uh, the Jegs racing team right now. He's the uh, spotter slash driver coach for Cody Coughlin, who is upcoming driver in the truck series. Oh, all right. Speaking of the truck series, was it Jerry that was in the trucks or was it Terry? I was Terry. Confused. Terry. Terry was in the trucks. Yeah, Terry. Okay. Terry at one time was what they called him the Iron Man because he had more consecutive starts in the truck series than anybody else. So what? What? Were, how were you involved in any of that? Uh, no, I was. I really wasn't involved in the truck series at all, other than just enjoying watching okay. and uh, watching your son race. Uh, okay. Well, what are you up to uh, these days? Where can people find you? I'm retired, <laughs> but <laughs> but they, I see they you can, every weekend. Yeah, they can find me every Saturday <laughs> at Oakshade Raceway, right go. next to the scales. Yeah, making sure everybody plays according to the rules. There you go. So if uh, you see somebody uh, cheating, talk to this guy right here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, you looking forward to the the birthday races? Oh, weekend? I look forward to it every year. It's just it's the carnival atmosphere, terrific competition, uh, good food. Uh, we pack the place out there really. And I, I it, know that you have your motor coach out there. Do you ever cruise the campgrounds and, and watch what's going on over there? <laughs> no, nah, I oh, try to stay away from that's, some of that stuff. That's worth that's worth going for a walk. Trust yeah, me. Yeah. What's well, maybe, I'll take my golf cart and and, and do a, a run around. There you go. What's your favorite thing about the uh, birthday race weekend? Just a terrific competition and the amount of cars that we get, and you get a chance to see a lot of the uh, people coming from. 
as far as Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Missouri. Uh, then they've come from Florida. Florida. They, they but then we got our local guys, too, which uh, uh, do a very good job. So, yeah, it's just a terrific weekend. It's so going you, to be interesting because Rusty Schlenk uh, has run the entire Summer Nationals Tour, and he'll be back on home turf. So, And he's a former birthday race winner, too. Yeah, it'll be real interesting to see how that one goes. Yeah, I remember interviewing, uh, I don't remember who it was who finished second to him, but they didn't know who he was. He was like, yeah, that guy over there, that one, he, he's pretty good <laughs> when that happened. Do you get uh-huh. to see much of the, the races then? Oh, yeah. From, yeah. Okay. I, I used to take my golf cart down into the infield, and I watch the races from there. And uh gives me an opportunity. I can listen to engines and, and uh, hear if Being a gearhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hear if somebody's using a, uh, some kind of electronic uh traction control but uh yeah. it gives you a, a different uh, perspective from that viewpoint also you know a lot of times uh, a racer will drop out of a race and pull into the infield and watch from there and every one of them said it's amazing how fast they go after you drop out yeah. <laughs> they've yeah, never done uh, that oh it's I'll have to try that totally sometime. different perspective scott <laughs> All right. Uh, you're, you're probably special, so I would imagine you could watch a race from the infield. I probably could. Standing on a tow truck or something, okay. do it. All right, well, we'll see. I might bring my cameras this weekend, too. We may there have you some go. fun with that. Um, all right, well, thank you for coming in. Oh, I had a terrific time. Who's, uh, who's the announcer that travels with I don't know. Summer Nationals? I'm not sure. Is it Mr. Microphone again? or I don't I don't. I don't think it's anybody that I know. Okay. I don't think it's Matt, and I don't think it's uh, Rick. So okay. I, I'm, I'm going to show up tomorrow, and if they need me, cool. And if not, that's cool too. You I, can go in the infield and watch the race cars. With. Yeah. Uh, real quick, some news uh, from this past week. Gord, uh, we talked about the summer nationals. Gordy Gundaker, uh, top five in the points. He ran a crate uh, motor at the uh, summer national event in uh, at Lincoln Speedway. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. He finished tenth. What kind of a crate motor did, I did, and, did I it say? That. Okay. I, I don't think it, it said, but uh, he's got his regular motor back in for the rest of the series. I think it was just the, that one night. And he did pretty good. I know you, you're always uh, about these crate motors, so I thought I'd throw that in there for you. I, I now you've got more questions, though. Yeah. There, there's, there's a big future in those crate motors. There really is. Uh, General Motors, I understand that GM has... An LS-based engine, which is their newer series of engines, and they are planning on a 415, working on on a 415 cubic inch engine uh, that will compete very well with the open engines, and they're hoping to have a $10,000 price tag. And the open engines right now are going three, four times that amount. Yeah, I was going to say, even even that still. <laughs> so it's, That's a lot of money still. It, it, it's it's going to be a real interesting program, and I, I hope something comes of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe that uh, Dirt Lay Model Racing could use something like that. Uh, Tim Kozak, a track official at Eagle Raceway, Nebraska, was struck by a race car during the uh, hobby stock race uh, this past weekend. He was airlifted to Brian West Hospital in Lincoln, Nebraska, Uh, He suffered fractured vertebrae in his neck and back, along with other injuries. He says, quote, As for me, my update is that I have had surgery on my head, and it's doing fine. I have fractured my 
Wait, I have fractured and uh, compression fractures on my vertebrae in my neck and back. I have a broken collarbone and a fracture in my leg as well. Uh, but uh, he seems to be in, in, in decent spirits, though. That was uh, from his Facebook page. Uh, according to a post on the uh, Deerfield, Ohio Speedway uh, Facebook page, the track is ceasing operations effective immediately. They run, it's a smaller track. They run like mini sprints and uh, okay. the smaller cars over uh, there. Northeast Ohio, I believe, is where okay. that's at. Uh, so, uh, and then that kind of goes along with, uh, I don't know if you saw Dave's video from Bear Field. He did a uh, Facebook Live Tuesday, I think it was, uh, about they were supposed to have a race on Wednesday that they canceled, and I guess he received a bunch of uh, grief on Facebook and social media, and he took it personally and made a, a Facebook. You'll have to watch the Facebook video. But okay. But social media is just... I guess some it's causing some problems it for really some is. promoters. Uh, and, and I can't remember what racetrack it was, but one of them last year decided they were going to pull the plug. I, yeah, I remember that too, um, yeah. One of the area tracks, and, and they were going to pull the plug based on a, a lot of negative responses. And, uh, you know, folks, give them a break. You know, the track's dusty. you got to keep in mind that, Maybe it was 95 degrees and brilliant sunshine and, and a bit of a breeze. So don't complain. Uh, they're out there doing, all the tracks are doing the best they can. There is yeah. not a racetrack out there that wants to just piss you off. <laughs> Let's open the gates and tick some people off tonight. There we go. <laughs> We're the tick-off speedway. I like it. And they probably have ticks there, too. Yeah. So you go home and take Anyways. Uh, Justin Haley, did you see uh, the Xfinity race? Did you see any of the Daytona stuff? I did not. Weekend? Justin Haley appeared to uh, win the Xfinity race at Daytona, but he was penalized for dropping below the yellow lines. So Larson ended up uh, being awarded the winner of that. He did he actually drop maybe an inch or two below. There was a clear picture, and that's pretty much the, the rules are black and white there. Big inch. Well, <laughs> you could see it from the video, and it was yeah, clear he yeah, went yeah. below it, and he was, advanced was his he position. Con- was, uh, he didn't need to. He had plenty of room. Did somebody it, kind of run him down? No. No, no. he just okay. he, he swung down. I think he just, the momentum of him swinging down behind uh, Larson and uh, whoever Larson was racing, they were side by side. He just swung down too far and just barely went below that line. So at every racetrack they run on, save two of them, you can go wherever you want. Yes. But on two of them, you can't. Correct. And that's for, I think, okay. for safety reasons because they don't want people... Going down below that line and then washing up into the into the, the okay, rest of the field. But it's okay to do that on twenty other racetracks, but okay. It happened. I I'm now nah, I'm I'm not gonna go down that road. Okay. It's NASCAR. Yeah. Uh Eric Jones survived a uh, crash fest on Saturday night. Uh, did you see uh uh who was it? Uh seventeen. Can't think of a name. Danica's old boyfriend. Yeah. Ricky Stenhouse. Thank you. Yeah, Ricky Stenhouse. Yeah, he uh, seemed to be at the center of attention for uh, at least two of those incidents. Yeah, I did see a lot of... But, you know, I think he was like an innocent bystander there a little bit, too. At least maybe the one, because there was a block that was thrown on Kozlowski, which meant he had to check up, and then... Yeah, but even the other one, you, you could see he... He was turning left. They showed inside the car, and it just washed up, and... Okay. Uh, well, either way, he uh, he, he yeah. didn't come away with a good reputa- reputation after uh, that. Yeah, I, I but su- he got caught up in a wreck himself, too. So. Uh, I, I suppose unless a lot of the fans have 
driven a car or tried to drive a car or a race car or uh, played with the aerodynamics that come into play on those tracks, eh, you know. Ag- ag- again, they kind of yeah. need to temper their yeah. comments. Yeah, you're, you're kind of aiming that car. You do not have it under... 100% control. There's a lot of, of invisible forces. Yeah, because the air that's moving around and everything, you're just kind of partially in control. You're just holding on. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, all three uh, series, top series uh, for NASCAR are at uh, Kentucky Speedway. Tonight, uh, I believe, the truck race. Tomorrow night, Xfinity Series. And then, uh, again, Saturday night, uh, the uh, Monster Cup, Monster Energy Cup Series. On Saturday night. So we get yeah, to miss so, another race. Yeah. Oh, man. Up against the local tracks again. I, I don't know. But uh, time to talk about the weather for uh, this weekend. It is your weekend weather pit stop with uh, Ryan Weekman from Channel 11. This is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Simply gorgeous early weekend race weather Friday night. Humidity will start to creep up a bit and high temperatures are going to be near 90 degrees late in the afternoon, but about as nice as you could expect for mid-July. Race temperatures will be in the 80s, dropping eventually into the upper 70s late Friday evening. Saturday will mention a possibility for an isolated thunder shower, but I think we're going to get all of our races in. High temperatures will creep back into the lower 90s with a heat index pushing 100 degrees, hot, muggy, more of what we've been seeing for much of the month of July. This has been your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Be sure to download the free First Alert weather app. Stay ahead of any of those pop-up weekend thunderstorms. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Scrolling through the uh, Facebook live comments there, somebody wanted to know if you had ever won the uh, birthday race. Never won the birthday race. Won the Barney. You did win the Barney. What's uh, your best finish in the birthday race? I don't know. <laughs> again, it, again it, I don't know. Um, you know, like like I said before, I, I've never kept, never paid much attention. You know, you just you win one, and then hopefully you go on to the next one. Exactly. All right, before we wrap up here, uh, coming up this weekend, racing around the area, Eldora Speedway, of course, uh, in action tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday leading up to the Kings Royal. Tonight's the Joker's Wild, 10000 to win. Uh, that started uh, a couple minutes ago. The racing did. Tickets for 25 bucks for that, so if you're not there already, you probably don't care. Uh, Oakshade Raceway tomorrow night, Summer Nationals, 5000 to win for the late models, plus the Summit Modified Nationals, 1000 to win. Gates open at 10 a.m. tomorrow, racing at 730, t- $12 general admission uh, to get you in the gates. Toledo Speedway. 12 bucks, folks. Yeah. Toledo Speedway, also in action uh, tomorrow. It's Victory Lane, a quick oil change, Kids Night. Kids 12 and under are free, and you get a free hot dog. Uh, they're going to have a 250-lap Enduro figure eights, figure eight boat race. Pits open at 4.30, racing at 7.30. Tickets there are $15. Lima Land in action. Fast Friday number two. Fast 305 sprints, modified Thunderstocks. Uh, pit gate opens at 4.30, racing at 7.30. And then uh, Eldora again tomorrow night with the night before the King's Royal. That's a 12000 to win show. And uh, racing begins at 8 o'clock. Tickets for that are $28. Attica is off this weekend. Saturday, Oakshade, uh, the 20th annual birthday race, summer national finale. Gates open at 10 a.m., uh, racing at 7.30, 10000 to win for the late models, 15, uh, 1500 to win for the Summit Modified Nationals, and the compacts will also be in action. And, again, tickets are 12 bucks. 
12 bucks for a 10,000 to win show. And the winner of the Summer Nationals and the Summit uh, Modified I think will, the summit, will be crowned. The Summit Modified Nationals keep going, I think, for another week. Do they? At least they have in the past. Okay. Yeah, I think it's two, two more shows. Two more, is it two, two more. more shows? Okay. Uh, and Kenny Wallace, uh, unfortunately, is not going to be there. He was, he's was he been running the Summer Nationals for the Modified. So, But he's, I think, in Canada this weekend. Well, running on, running on asphalt, too. Really? Crazy stuff, yeah. Why would he do I that? Don't, I don't know. Flat Rock uh, will be in action. It's R&M uh, Recycling Autograph Night. Walk on the track, meet the drivers at uh, 6.15. Uh, they're going to have uh, late model sportsmen, street stocks, figure eights, and the bandol- bandoleros, and a kid's Power Wheels Derby. Pit gates open at 2.30, racing at 7 and $16 for general admission. We could tune those up. Tune the, up the power, power wheels. wheels. Did you did you ever do that for your grandkids? No. Oh man. We need to Yeah. Yeah. We Fremont's could, off this weekend. We can cheat them up. Waynesfield's off this weekend as well. Both uh, those tracks are silent. Uh, they'll be in action next weekend. Sandusky Speedway, they have modified street stocks, renegade stocks, gates open a four racing at seven. Uh seven dollar general admission for that. They are your bargain track this uh, weekend. And then of course Eldora Speedway. Lots going on at Eldora. Uh Saturday night's the fifty thousand to win. Kings Royal, racing starts at 8 o'clock. Tickets uh, for that are $34. Uh, and then NASCAR comes to uh, Eldora this uh, upcoming week. The trucks are going to be racing. On uh, Tuesday night, though, it's the Dirt Car Modifieds and Stocks and then NASCAR Truck Practice. Uh, racing starts at 8.15 on Tuesday, and uh, tickets are just 14 bucks for that. If you want to see the actual uh, NASCAR Camping World Truck Series races, uh, that'll take place Wednesday night. Racing will start at 6.15. I believe that's for the mods and stocks. Uh, they're going to have a feature only, I believe. Uh, it's a mod stock in, invitational. And then I think the uh, truck stuff starts about 7 or maybe a little after. On Thursday next week? No, Wednesday. Oh, okay. It's on Wednesday. General mission tickets for that are 36 bucks. And that's all I got. I was going to say, because if it's Thursday, I might not be here next week. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to be here. No, yeah, no, well, okay. we wouldn't schedule that up against the race. So uh, we should probably get out of here pretty soon because uh, there's racing going on tonight at I-96 up in uh, Michigan. That's it. For uh, Summer Nationals. We've wrapped up number 41, That's Scott. Right. Yes, number 41, Jason Johnson. Thank you. Uh, Harold Cook, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having us. Taylor Cook, uh, appreciate uh, him giving us the time as well as uh, Chrissy. I know she was busy and having phone issues and... Probably dealing with 32 other million things. Putting fires out. Yeah. And she'll be doing that all weekend long, I'm sure. But it'll be fun for everybody else. Except for her. <laughs> uh, next week, back in action, 7 o'clock. Make sure to tune in. Ron will be here because Eldor is not racing on Thursday. They're racing on Wednesday. And I'm glad they worked their schedule out that way. Yeah. But make sure to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call for all of your racing needs, parts, service, yeah. bumpers. Don't don't mess anything up this weekend, because man, the shop is slammed. Be glad to sell you parts, whatever you need, but boy, don't mess anything up. Uh, give them a call, bug them seven three four eight five six seven two two three. That's eight five six race. Yeah, Ron Miller Race Cars, and uh, we're wrapping things up here from the Ron Miller Race Cars studio. Scott, we ran long again, yeah, buddy. We, we too many guests. Too many guests. Catch us. Uh, Everyone on, good too. Catch us on iHeartRadio. Uh, on demand, uh, show will be up there within a few hours. As a matter of fact, because I'm going to stick around and put it up there. Very good. So, and uh, if you want to be a sponsor of the show, shoot me an email, scotthammer at iheartmedia.com, or stop by our official website, 
HammerdownRacingReport.com. I sometimes forget we have that. Yeah, and, and you, you can that. buy official Hammerdown Racing Report apparel. That's right, with your credit card. And it doesn't it doesn't go through me. Just it's on there if you want it, you can get it. So be cool. Yep. Uh, yeah. It's, we're out. I think we're out of here. Yeah. We will be back. Thank you, Harold. Next week. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Radio.